Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org where you can get tabletop gaming goodies at discounted prices every day of the week, including Monday and Tuesday. Lame joke, but you gotta start somewhere. Gotta start low, go high. That's my strategy in life. I'm your host, Reese. Thank you so much for joining me. Holy shamoli. Ooh, look how fancy the show is. That's because we got the big brain on Aurelio, aka Leo, helping us out with some fancy schmancy new visuals. Oh, baby. Can't wait. All right, let's jump in and start talking about what went on in the last week in Warhammer. For those of you who are listening on a podcast provider, thank you so much for joining us. If you hear me talking to ghosts or fairies or, I don't know, leprechauns, that's the people in chat. If you want to join the chat, please do so. 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can do that on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. What's up, Tomodachi? What's up, Atomic Colonel Jim Vassal? How you doing, buddy? Dietzy Bear, what is up? Yeah, uh, Leo's got some serious video skills, and we're uh, we're happy to take advantage of them. Because uh, we were limping along without uh, without Mar- Marinara Meatball, and uh, we feel like we're finally going to get back up to where we were. Uh, and then for those of you listening, not much has changed. Although we are going to be changing our podcast provider, um, going to be jumping ship from the one we were with to a new one. That might have, cause a little bit of a disruption, but generally speaking, there should be no change uh, from your subscription. Phil Kelly rubbed my belly. Uh, Reese, you gifting an army to a child entering the hobby. Props to you. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, that, that did happen. My death wing are off to a new home with uh, my friend's 10 year old who was just getting into 40 K wanted to play death wing. And, um, couldn't get the models and I was trying to be real with myself about how much time I was going to have to actually play, especially now the tournaments are coming back. So, um, I'd rather have, I'd rather have a 10 year old who's starting their 40 K journey, have the army that they want to play. Cause they're going to be super excited, paint every model. It's going to be a really incredible journey for them. And, um, to be able to be a part of that, I think was more, uh, more fulfilling than me having it with one model painted and, um, not really uh, taking advantage of it because I'm going to be traveling a ton to go to events this year with Kicker and Pablo. I think Leo is actually going to be coming to a lot of events, but we're going to be working at the events. So I'm not going to get to play that much. Um, so to everybody that gifted me some of those models or sold them to me, thank you. They've been, uh, we passed it forward on to somebody who's going to, appre- I can't imagine anyone who could appreciate it more than a 10 year old because that's, that's the age when uh, these things are maximum excitement. But let's talk about something that makes me excited and hopefully you as well. And that is the Atlantic City Open 2021. Can't wait. We're finally coming out of the plague here. Knock on wood. I uh, I want to <laughs> don't want to jinx it, but it really feels like we're coming out of the plague. At least in the, the United States, there's some other countries that have already largely put it in their rearview mirror. So we've got the green light. The governor said yes. The venue said yes. We're feeling really positive. Like I'm, a, I'm my confidence level that it's going to happen is well over ninety percent now. Really excited. So the Atlantic City Open 2021. It's in Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's on the water. Absolutely beautiful venue. It's, it's seriously it's the nicest venue of any event we've been at so far. Um, perfect time of the year to go there for a family vacation. It's in June. The weather's going to be great. It's close to all the major eastern seaboard cities. It's driving distance for a ton of the American population. It's a short flight from London, uh, four and a half, five hours, relatively short. 
in about the same, it's about five hours from the West Coast. So it's very conveniently located. It's gonna be a really good vacation. Super excited. Now, of course, due to sensible COVID-19 restrictions, there's gonna be social distancing in place, strictly enforced. Anybody that doesn't comply, we're gonna boot them. You don't get your money back. Um, we're gonna enforce masks, all that sort of stuff. Whatever, whatever the safety guidelines are at that time are gonna be strictly enforced. So because of that, at this point in time, there's limited space. The event is almost sold out on some of them. Um, the 40K event is approaching 90% uh, sold out. And Age of Sigmar is about 50%. Kill Team and uh, uh, Star Wars Legion are also uh, filling up. So if you do want to go, please grab a ticket. We have a very robust refund policy. You don't have to worry about your money. It's a safe bet um, if you want to buy a ticket. No matter what happens, you'll be able to apply the money. So can't wait to see everybody there. Really excited for a return to form. Grab a ticket, grab your mask, get excited. And then also a portion of every ticket is going to go to uh, a charitable foundation that helps with COVID-19 treatment, both domestically and internationally. So you'll be contributing to a good cause as well. Really excited for that. All right got a preview of the new vampires coming out for Warhammer Underworlds. These are some of the coolest models that I have seen ever. I love them. Can't wait to get my hands on them. A lot of people were joking that they look like a funny band, right? Like the girl's the drummer, the uh the winged fellow is the is the lead guitarist, the the main vampire is the lead singer, and then the guy with the mace is a bass player. It's pretty funny. Um love the models, full of flavor. If you go over to the Warhammer community page, you can see that they did a backstory on them. Really, really, really cool. Can't wait to get my hands on them. Those should be coming up here in the next couple weeks. Excited for that. If you like the Gothic Ruins ITC terrain set, now is a great time to buy it. We extended the promotion on it for another week by popular demand, which means we have a few days left to take advantage of it. 20% off Gothic Ruins. It's our most popular ITC terrain set. It's easy to build, it's easy to paint, Looks great, especially on a Ruin City FLG mat. Go ahead and grab one if it tickles your fancy, mate. Uh, also, our FLG mat Tundra promo is winding down. If you wanted to take advantage of that, it's 21% off. And that's on Tundra, snow-covered Tundra, two of our most popular FLG mats. They're really unique looking. They have a really nice mix of colors. You can put green, brown, white terrain on them. It all looks really good. They're very versatile. So definitely recommend taking advantage of that if you wanted to pick up a new mat. Oh, baby, this is it. Cursed City. We've been waiting for it for months. GW has hyped the heck out of this. It looks amazing. Can't wait to get uh, Warhammer Quest Cursed City. Every model in it is absolutely spectacular, except the zombies. Why do they all have a tombstone on their back? That looks really, really stupid. But who cares? Let's not focus on the negative. Let's look at the positive. Every other model in that set is a masterpiece. I absolutely love them. Can't wait to get my hands on them. Every single one of those is going to be going into my D&D campaign. I might actually play this game. <laughs> Most of the box games, I just get them just to get the models. But this one, I'm actually really curious to play. It looks fun. The models level up. And there's a cool story that goes with them. Uh, the main villain is an ogre vampire. It's, that's pretty dope by itself. So really, I can't wait to uh, get my hands on it. And it looks like we are actually not getting like uh, just the crumbs off the table. It looks like GW is going to hook it up. 
So we're getting uh, quite a bit, I hope. We'll see. It's always kind of a, you never know what you're going to get with old G-dubs sometimes. But uh, we definitely recommend jumping in the web cart 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and grabbing them because they're going to go quick. Can't wait. I'm going to be snagging one for myself for sure. Phil Killer Run My Belly says, this game is next level. I just hope someone actually plays it. Yeah, I think this is one of the few board games I'm actually going to play. It looks really cool. It's like a dungeon diver set in the, the old world. What's not to love about that? Looks really, really fun. GW previewed. And what for whatever reason, I don't understand really why. It's Apparently, it's going to be the last new model Monday. I thought everybody liked it, but eh, whatever. This one is uh, called the Dogmata. The Dogmata? Dogmata? I don't know. Something like that. Oh, oh baby. Are we picking up that background noise? It's a return to form in more ways than one. If we have someone banging on pipes and making all kinds of noise in the unit next to us. Oh, just like the old days. Just like the old days. Simple Simon follows us no matter where we go. I could, I could be doing signals from the front line on the moon and someone would start banging on a moon rock in the background. Although I guess on the moon you wouldn't hear it because there's no atmosphere. All good. Uh, so at any rate, the dog model looks pretty cool. Very fun model. Uh, has a lot of personality. Check it out and keep an eye out for when that becomes available. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in the ITC because there's actually things to talk about now that events are coming back. We had a couple of uh, GT plus level events all around the world. We had a couple in Australia, uh, one or two here in America. Let's take a look at who was doing what. So taking a look at our top four finishes, Azuryani had a fourth place finish, which is really interesting because a lot of people think Azuryani are terrible, but they have been repeatedly getting podium uh, spots. So say what you will, they seem to be performing well, despite what the naysayers online have been saying. Uh, Adeptus Custodes got a first and a third place finish. They have been consistently getting podium spots. I don't think that's a big surprise. You have a durable, durable army that hits hard, shoots well, is good at grabbing objectives. Makes sense. Uh, we have Chaos Knights. Now, this blew me away. Chaos Knights? Knights, just in general, doing well? They're, in my opinion, one of the worst armies in the game at present. So I did a little, I put on my uh, sleuth cap and I did a little digging. Ha ha, joke's on me. Uh, both lists were Chaos Knights with either Death Guard or Chaos Space Marines. But there were no real Knights. There was only War Dogs with Moirax uh, configuration. Womp, womp, womp. So I got excited for nothing. But uh, you know what? Still, it's a unique-ish list. So it was still cool to see it. Uh, and then they took a second and a fourth place finish. Orcs, who've been consistently grabbing podium spots, got a third. Admech with sisters. We're seeing sisters sprinkled into a lot of different lists. And the Imperial Soup seems to be featuring, you know, Faction X with sisters. It's really common. But Admech with sisters got a, a first place finish. Demons with Thousand Sons and Death Guard got a second, fourth, and third place finish. Now, they didn't all have Death Guard but they did all have Thousand Sons. So pretty interesting. Uh, Demons have been doing really well just in general. Uh, Dark Angels took a first place spot, widely considered to be one of the best, if not the best armies in the game right now. Salamanders took a third. Iron Hands took a fourth. Harleys, in my opinion, easily top three best armies in the game right now, took a first. They had a small detention of Craft World Eldar. You're seeing them often taking just for the uh, Farseer on a bike. This one got me excited. 
I got a little, a little hot under the collar when I saw this. Astrid Militarum took a second place finish down in Australia. Well done. Well done, uh, sir. You're fighting the good fight for the guard. Keeping it, uh, keeping our hopes alive. And we had a Necron second place finish. Necrons have been consistently getting at least one podium finish every week. So exciting stuff. So pumped to be getting events going again safely, of course. Ah, I cannot wait to get back to normal. Like once I get my second shot, I'm going to go do a TikTok licking a toilet seat just cause. No, I'm not going to do that. That's disgusting. I don't know why those kids did that. That was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Hopefully they got lots of clicks and didn't die. All right, let's take a look at the current ITC rankings. 40K ITC top five. We got Ryan Snyder with a dominating lead, absolutely smashing everybody right now. Also has six events under his belt. We have TJ Lanigan in second place. Stephen Henry IV. That is the most regal name ever. Stephen Henry IV of House Henry. Their sigil should be a dragon or a lion. If it's not, I'm disappointed. We got Sean Rodriguez in fourth. And I'm going to say it's Mate, not Mate. Cesar in fifth. Congratulations to everybody. All right, let's take a look at the hobby track top five. We got Rick Hill in first place. Sean Nasty Nasto in second. JT Steiger in third or Steiger. Hope I said that right. Nick Hendricks in fourth. Oseas Aduna in fifth. That is a badass name. Is it O'Shea maybe? Either way, good stuff. I like it. That's a that's a cool name. Uh, Age of Sigmar current top five competitive track. We have Anthony Trentinelli continues to lead, followed by I assume his family member Nate Trentinelli, Pablo Abarca in third, Ramon Silva in fourth, and Dennis Brabazon in fifth. Very cool. Hobby Track, AOS, top five, Brandon Dominguez tied for first place with Matt Abbott, Nick Garcia, Noah Aquino, and Pablo Abarca. Congratulations. Finally, we have the Kill Team, top five. The Spaniards coming in hot, as usual. Alvaro Lorenzo in first, Fernando Marcos ace in second, Saul Perez Nunez in third, Arturo Sancho in fourth, and Adon Gunak in fifth. Congratulations. To everybody there. Ooh, wee, what is this? This is one of the nicest Fortress of Arrogance Bane Blades I've ever seen. Who could have painted this masterpiece? I know it was the FLG Paint Studio. It's also fully magnetized, so you can make a Shadow Sword, uh, the Hammer Hammer, the Sword Sword, the Bane Sword, the Hammer Sword, Bane Hammer, whatever combination that uh, you wanted to make out of it. But check out that beautiful freehand, sick model, and obviously Commissar Yarek rides on the top where he says, drive me closer, I want to hit them with my claw that I ripped off of Gazgol Thraka. It's a great story, it writes itself. I love it. All right, Shadow Bane Sword, yes, Tomodachi Express. Hit me with some questions, chat, and then we will be gone until next week. Can't wait to see everybody at Atlantic City Open. Did Pablo paint that? That's hilarious. The Rhino is good at many things. Painting, not his strong suit. I helped him uh, I helped him base coat his uh, Grey Knights. And that was funny. <laughs> the airbrush and Pablo don't really 
Don't really jive. <laughs> how close is setting, how close to setting out is, oh, selling out is the Atlantic City Open System Wenatchee Express. Uh, the 40K Champs has room for 250, uh, a little over 250, and it's almost sold out. Um, the Star Wars Legion Heat 1 is down to single digit tickets. Age of Sigmar is 50%. Kill Team. Kill Team still has room, but it's, it's selling steadily. So uh, any of the main events, I would recommend grabbing tickets as soon as possible. Don't wait. Like I said, we have a really robust, robust refund policy. There's like no risk. Um, so yeah, hopefully everybody can make it. Jim Vessel, hopefully our friends in Canada can make it. I know you, uh, for once you're lagging behind America and healthcare stuff. Oh, feel the freedom. Hear that eagle cry, Jim. <laughs> I'm like, this is, we got, you know what? Pablo's in the background shaking his head laughing. You got to, when we actually get a win in that category, you got to cheer for it, okay? We're getting vaccines. We're shooting them out out of like vaccine six shooters. It's great. So hopefully we can see our Canadian friends there. Oh boy, that's fun. Uh, Nick, yes, if it gets canceled, your money will be refunded for sure. All right, well. The sound of the buzzsaw is like, that's it. That's the gong. We are done. Sorry I couldn't answer more questions, but I don't feel like yelling over a circular saw. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. 